Welcome to the Happiness Podcast with Chris Erthel. We're diving deep into the mysteries of life and what it means to be happy and fulfilled. You'll learn about happiness habits as well as how to live life to the fullest. All right, everyone, and warm welcome to, to the podcast. Um, so today we are recording it from, from, from Bali, uh, where I'm, I'm currently working from. And I'm super happy that uh, now we already have listeners in 38 countries, uh, even in, in Laos and other places, which makes me very, very happy. So thank you for that. And also I'm getting very cool questions and feedback on the podcast. So we'll go into this in the episode. But now I want to welcome my amazing friend and, and guest, uh, Michael Jonathan Murray. To, to the episode. He's from the U, UK, but we met two and a half years ago when he was living in Barcelona on an ayahuasca uh, wedding. So one of our friends got, got married in an ayahuasca wedding and that's, that's where we met each other. And he's a spir spir spiritual coach and in his past he did uh, trading in London and uh, is very, very smart on this. And I learn so much from him every time I talk to him. That's why I couldn't wait to have him as a guest and I wanted to do it in person here, here in Bali to, yeah get get more of his knowledge out oh welcome so, thank you thank you for the welcome yeah it's a pleasure uh, always happy to have you here so uh maybe let us start with some hard questions are you ready I'm ready <laughs> so what what good. what can you share with the audience what have you learned from from doing ayahuasca uh, 35 times already in your, in your case uh well uh for me i really learn about um, my ancestral heritage because um, to understand who you are is also to understand who came before you and uh, who came before you um, would have likely have gone through a number of different traumas okay the reason being is because for them to have actually have lived a full life to pass on genetics means that uh, they would have had to survive and to survive means that you know they would have had to go for a number of different things you know to have that life so that's also passed on within the genetics and um you know my ancestors were from africa they were also royal uh they were also involved in slavery and uh one of the main reasons I went to uh, do ayahuasca was to heal a lot of these internal traumas that actually a lot of people uh, who are uh, descendants from, uh, from uh, an African heritage probably have, you know, um, because it's very, very subtle how they, uh, how they come up in life and uh, it's always existing within the subconscious. So um, in regards to, for example, things like racism, the reason why racism hurts um, is because deep down you may not know who you are. If you know who you are, right, there's nothing anyone can say about your race or your culture that could hurt you. It could only hurt you if you believe what the other person is saying is true. Oh, thank you. So, yeah. Uh, one of the ways where ayahuasca contributed to my ha to my happiness uh, was to really understand who my ancestors were, to really understand what the culture of my ancestors were, which is also my culture, and it made me love myself a lot more. Really love myself. 
Yeah, you're one of the humans I see most in balance with with him him himself or herself, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I also you treat your body fully like like a temple, right? So like what what helps you for to be in this amazing balance? Because I feel like I can learn a lot from you and the listeners as well. So how, how do you achieve uh, be so fit and to be in so so much balance? Well, uh, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, some of it is genetics, that's for sure. But um, uh, I did learn from my Waska to eat healthy. Um, I didn't always eat healthy because I always thought I've got great genetics. And um, one of the things I started to uh, understand through going through a spiritual experience was the the power of food and how to love yourself through food and what you intake. It doesn't mean that I'm always eating perfectly, but I understand. You know, if you're eating uh, very good vegetables, for example, you know, which are mostly organic, um, vegetables are highly electrical, right? So therefore, by ingesting those, it will put your body for a higher vibration. Um, I do eat some meats, but not too often. Um, but again, even with animals, you want to be eating, you know, organic, uh, you know, if it's chicken or if it's lamb or if it's beef. Um, you want to be eating animals that have lived well. You know, you've got to really consider, I mean, you know, would you really want to eat an animal that's been stuck in a cage? Hmm. Imagine the mental state of that. So would you want to ingest that mental state into your own body? When you really think of it, when you're looking at it as an animal, not meat. So therefore, when you respect that, you, you know, you're respecting yourself. Um, so I, I do that and I don't try to eat too many things with sugar. You know, I like the odd cake every now and again. And I think anyway, what is the reason for eating healthy in the first place? It's so you can enjoy the other things. You know, I do like a nice bottle of wine every now and again, but that's the balance, you know. You are increasing your health to do what? So you can enjoy more things. But enjoying is also a discipline. I, I I agree fully. Mm. Um, one other thing we just talked about here when, when you arrived is uh, short-term happiness and long-term happiness. Mm. This is one of my big questions that I can talk about this. Yeah. So what 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 helps you the most to achieve long-term happiness? To achieve long-term happiness, um, I think you have to have a long-term vision because on the way there's going to be bumps in the road it's never going to be smooth. There's going to be ups and downs. So the long-term vision um, has to be something that really drives you. You can really feel it in your heart because that's what will get you over the hurdles, you know? But uh, that's what long-term happiness is about. It's not, you know, it's not a guarantee. Um, it's something that you have to keep working towards on a day-by-day -day basis. Mm -hmm. And um, to some people struggle to to find a vision, like is there something that helps you to find find your vision, or like something you can share here. Uh, well, what I like to do sometimes is sit and journal. Mm -hmm. I think when I sit and journal, I I read books. I read books about mindset to make myself happier by getting clearer on my vision. And by doing that, I get 
happier. So sometimes you have to sit with yourself. Sometimes that's one of the hardest things to do, you know, but sitting with yourself and uh, just being alone, pen, bit of paper, writing and keep writing is one of the things that you can use to get yourself in a clear vision. And um, it doesn't mean that you have to write in a state of happiness, um, but you can also get clear on the things which are not going very well in your life. Actually just writing it down and facing it. And then, you know, I, for example, I can become happy for, for the fact that I've made it clear mm. and that I can change it. So yeah, so, so some, something bad happens to you, you write, you write it down and that helps you to to yes. face it and maybe long-term overcome it. Because exactly. if you don't overcome it, it could create a depression, right? So like it's good to face it on. It's, it's good to face it because otherwise it will sit there, you know, within the subconscious, mm -hmm. slowly eating away at you. We've all been there and we've all done it. Um, but when you can sit, write and go, okay, I can I can change this immediately that will give you some sense of relief and happiness just to know that you've got the power to change it and that will give you the energy momentum to then move forward from that point nice that's very good mm. and from from the books can you share some of the books that, that, you, that you were reading that, that helped that helped you uh well uh well one of the best books i ever read was uh, awaken the giant within from Ecatole or no? No, that's by Tony Robbins. Ah, yeah, okay. Yeah. I read this when I was 21 years old. And actually, I was, uh, I was uh, working in the city at the time. Um, I was slightly depressed. And uh, that book really helped me to uh, set a positive mindset. I didn't really understand what a positive mindset was. I mean, I grew up in a positive mindset environment. Um, But I didn't really understand, you know, the machinations behind how to develop a positive mindset because it was all really unconscious. And, and the book is full of guidance, how to get a positive mind, mindset, so that really helped, you know? For sure. Yeah, it's very scientific as well. So you can really understand it. it's not just words for words. It's actually, it's got some structure to go, mm -hmm. right, if you do this, this will lead to this. And it's like, all oh, right, well, okay, I can do that. You know, um, Atomic Habits, which is a, a great book by James Clear. Exactly. Yes. That's a fantastic book. And it really breaks down the really subtle things that you can do, small things, you know. So then if you're worried about changing habits, it's because you think that they're so big. But they are. But even those, they're made up of minuscule. And the minuscule ones, you know, When you can look at those, you can go, right, I can change that. Again, it's a day-by-day -day thing. Day-by-day, day, you know, you're not going to change everything overnight. But day-by-day, day, you can make really small steps. Yeah, and the small steps are available to anybody. Exactly. Yeah, small little steps each day. Yeah. And um, so there's, there's one book I'm currently reading, and I'm curious if you're already, mm. because you normally you know a lot about, about spirituality. So in, in the plane, because I had so much time now mm -hmm. to fly to Taiwan and then here, um, I started reading the Bhagavad ba, 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 Gita, mm -hmm. the spiritual learning book of in, in India, which is two and a half thousand years old. Right. And 
I love it, and it is full on happiness advice. Mm. So, have you read it, or which which other books have helped you a lot on on happiness? I haven't read that book as such, actually. Um, well, I've got it in my collection, but I haven't uh, haven't managed to to get around to it. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think what some of the best books I've read uh, about happiness. Uh, the seven. Uh, Highly successful habits. Yes, yeah, seven habits of highly successful people. So, yeah. yeah, that's the one by uh, James Masterpiece. Yeah. yeah, it's an absolute masterpiece. Uh, that's contributed to my happiness. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Um, a, a number of books by Deepak Chopra as well. The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. That's a fantastic book. It really is. It's really wonderful. I haven't read it, but I just put it to my list now. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Because for Bhagavad Gita, I had like 10 friends recommended it to me, and I was like, okay, if so many people recommend it at once, I have to, I have yeah. to give it a try. So that's why I went, I went for it. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, there's, there's been a number of books which have, um, which have helped me, but it was, it's really doing the internal work, I think, where when you're really able to delve really uh, deep within, and face yourself, um, then you can really start to understand what happiness really is. And with happiness, it's not a constant, you know, um, it's a wave, okay? So a wave, as you may know, uh, has ups and downs, peaks and troughs, right? And so to, to really appreciate happiness, there's going to be periods of time where you're going to be unhappy. Otherwise, really, if you imagine happiness as a consistent constant, you wouldn't be happy. You wouldn't have the emotion attached to it because you wouldn't have experienced the other side. So therefore, we've got to embrace both sides. Embrace the unhappiness and realize when you're unhappy. I'm not happy right now, you know. But even in that state of unhappiness, um, realize that you've got the power to do something about it, to reach a point of happiness again. Exactly. Like it's always, it always requires work and it feels the hardest to work on it when you're unhappy. Yeah. But that's when it's the most important. And what you say, you know, like that you need unhappiness also and to appreciate happiness. Uh, sometimes it happened two months ago when I met two friends in Barcelona mm. within a couple of days. And they came so happy into the room. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, wow, what, what changed? Mm -hmm. And they were like, well, I was just ill. And like, you know, just being healthy again, the happiness it brings you from just not having pain is like insane. For sure. So that, that's, uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But like, again, like you can, I think there's a base on happiness. And um, so this podcast is designed so people can increase their normal state of happiness, right? So if your base on happiness is a seven, maybe with this podcast, you can... Hopefully, if you apply a lot of things, because I get so many good advices, you can bring it to an eight or nine. But on a normal day, you would have this happiness. And of course, you will always have terrible days. Uh, with, this is you have to accept it because yeah. it's a wave, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, I mean, even when you can also be unhappy, but not, you know, not reach bottom. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like to, you when know? you have unhappy days, but uh, yeah, but I know I always, I'm a German, so I always like to put in the numbers. Like normally on an unhappy day, you would reach a one or two for happiness, right? So very unhappy. 
and that with the tactics you maybe reach only a four or five. So it will still be a well, shitty maybe, day, but uh, yeah, well, maybe for example, you you know you're operating of a level of eight unhappiness, but then you drop down to a a six. Yeah. So there may be two points of unhappiness. Yeah. You know, within the day. Exactly. So you know? that's, that's bearable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's bearable. But even so, say even that is a trough. It's always so, a wave. Yeah. So then again, when you get back to that eight, you appreciate, you know, you appreciate that, you know, getting back to that high level state of, of happiness, mm. you know. So, you know, that's really what the game of life is about. You need both, you know, if, you know, even the reason why we like sports is because sports gives us the range of emotion, right? If your team always won, Hey, it's going to be boring. Hey, but sometimes your team's going to lose. <laughs> uh, you're going to complain. You're going to moan. Why didn't they play well? That, that, you was, know? Uh, that was a very beautiful thing of this, this World Cup, which has yeah, finished. No? Yeah, like, uh, yeah. A lot of ups and downs. Lots of ups and downs. Exactly. With the range of emotion. Yeah. And what happens, you know, if we look at the World Cup final, you know, the, the range of emotions, the ups and downs, you know, both sides were happy and then they were in despair. You know, I, I enjoyed watching it. It, it. This brought me so much happiness to watch this final. I was like, when they went to overtime, I was like, yes, half an hour more of this beautiful game because it was such a yeah. such a passionate game. But that shows the game of life mm. at the you know at the highest level. You know, and we saw at the end, you know, two teams they gave their all. You know, the losers were in despair at the end. The winners were ecstatic. You know, and we all feel it because we understand that we go through both sides in life. We've been the loser. Yeah, we put in our all and we've lost, <laughs> you know, but by God, we love the winner, too. Yeah, we love to see people win. We love to win ourselves, you know, because we know the other side, you know, I, I, I agree. Um... So here, um, one question that I'm very curious to hear, hear your, 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 your thoughts because you always give me very, very smart advice. So one of the women who was listening to this podcast is from Colombia mm -hmm. and she was texting me, Chris, thank you so much for, for creating this podcast because I'm currently listening to all the episodes and it helps me because I'm in a very, very dark and, and difficult and heavy phase of my life. So I, I wrote to her like, How, how can I help you and what, what phase are you going through? And she wrote me that her mom, who's still young, like um, her mom is around 50 only, um, and she was diagnosed two years ago with Alzheimer, and now she can barely remember things, and it's and she's taking care of her mom, but it's, it's such a heavy drain of, like, if your mom always forgets who you are, and, like, it creates a lot of unhappiness, and, uh, yeah, I'm curious so, to have to hear your advice, like, what, what she could best do to, to still be at a okay level of, of, of happiness balance no? and still take care of her, for herself and not, not, not go into a dark, 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 dark place? Ah, well, you know, uh, first of all, I'm going to say this is a, it's a very hard subject. Um, uh, and obviously it's something that um, I've not experienced myself, but I can feel what this lady is going through. It's, it's very, very difficult, but uh, th this is why you have to, in these periods of time in your life, really show gratitude. 
gratitude each day. And there's always two sides. So as hard as it may be, as hard as it may be, there's always a choice how you get to see things. Yeah. For me, also one of the things is like, it helps in life to feel that you're, you have someone who like to feel guided, right? Mm -hmm. And, uh, and that, that you, that you understand that this happens because you need to, even, even if she's already a strong woman to become an even stronger woman, because she needs to, she has tests or like this in the future. So like you, there was a reason why you have to become even stronger and it's, it's, it's hard, but, uh, but to, to see this, this guidance and then and follow, follow this, that helps, helps a lot. For sure. Always. For sure. Um, you know, if it's your mother, you know, the person that gave birth to you, it's going to be very, very hard to see. But then you have to appreciate that you've got your mum. She's mm -hmm. still there. She's still alive. Yeah. You know? One, one, one of the guests, Gregorio, uh, in the third episode mm -hmm. of this podcast, he said, whatever happens to him, he always... And this is, gets very hard. If something happens to you, it gets easier. But if something happens to someone else, it gets even harder. But he says, whatever happens to him, he always tells him, okay, this is the best thing that could have happened to me. This needed to happen mm -hmm. to me. So how can I deal with it now? So, for example, he went uh, skiing or snowboarding and broke, broke his, his leg. Mm -hmm. And in the moment it broke, like one second after, he was like, okay, it's broken, but I finally have time to read all the books I want, and he got happy about it. <laughs> so yeah, like, he's, yeah, yeah. he's very strong in this. It's easier if things happen to you, right? Because then you can deal with it easier, but the next level is to, to also apply this even if things happen to others and be like, okay, look, I need to get stronger. I need to, to be even, to for be sure. there and to help even more people. And uh, yeah, for it, sure. it, it does prepare you well for, for the future, but it's, it's just in the moment, it's very, very hard. It is, you know, so that that's why we have to have that gratitude. So again, in this, uh, in this period, be grateful that your mum is alive. You know, your mum is probably feeling very grateful that you're there, that, you know, she's seeing that it's tough for you and you're there for your mum. And that's also something that she will feel, even if her mind is going, but she would still feel that love from you. So be in the best state of love for your mum. What do you get out of that? How do you benefit? Well, you're showing a little of love in tough times. Well, that will serve you well. That will always serve you well. You become a bigger, stronger, better person by practicing this every single day. Yeah. See, your mum is showing you a very important lesson. It depends how you take it. But, But it's your choice. This is your power. There, there, there were some very, very beautiful, beautiful words. Thank, thank, thank you for, for, for that. Um, do you have something more, more to add in, in general about happiness that you want to share with the audience or? Uh, well, I think I've, I think I've spoken enough unless you've got any other questions, okay. you know, I'll let your questions ignite the fire <laughs> and then I'll, I'll be able to answer. Perfect. No, because I always, I end it like this because sometimes there are some things I couldn't ask and I'm like, not that someone had some more knowledge on this and like just could, couldn't share it. So I think it's, it's very good. And uh, I think also in the future we can do a, an episode on mas, 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 masculinity because I remember in the past you gave me good, good advice on, 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 on this. Oh, for uh, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
So yeah, I, I really hope you all loved it. So uh, it's for me, it's uh, great to see what Michael learned from 35 ayahuasca sessions and what are his advice on uh, on lo long-term happiness. And of course, happiness is a wave. No, I, I fully I, I agree with this. And uh, it, it is a wave. And you have to understand. And if if you always fight it and you're like okay, on a bad day, and you like, oh, it always happens to me, and take it personal, always going to be, be be difficult. And yeah, thank you for for the advice for her. Um, so yeah. Yeah, we have to enjoy when we're happy. Enjoy it, you know. It may not last forever, um, but then when we have those downs, okay, we can work towards being happy again. And then we have to embrace both sides. Thank you so much for being being guest on this episode. So Anytime. Good to see you again. Yeah, good to see you. <laughs> to see you. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Happiness Podcast with Chris Erthel. We hope you have learned a lot and now you can apply the tactics we have discussed to your life. 